0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Here we go.
2: Live. I'm going to tell y'all something. It was hard for me to get here this morning, this afternoon. What up, Sean Harris? What up, my man Zoe? Miss Parker? Thank y'all for coming in. I'm alive here on Blog Talk Radio. Of course, we do this every Tuesday
1: from 12 to 2.
2: Or whenever I decide to stop, that's how I get down. However, I feel that day. Uh, if you're watching me on social media, if you're on a Twitter feed and you see me, Big Al, I see you, baby. Or if you're on.
1: Um, on Periscope, you can see me right now live, call in, let's, let's merge these platforms, 646-668-8837. Today is Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day, as much as people complain about other holidays, people complain about Black History Month, nobody ever complains about Valentine's Day. I mean the conspiracy theorists. Nobody man man. I, mean, I ain't never seen a woman say "Don't give me nothing." So this is what I want to know: What's your best Valentine's gift or the best thing you've given for Valentine? I'll be emailing you about an event in Chicago. All right, let me know. It's your boy Rodney Perry. You got the number six four six. 668-8837, on the line, producing this radio show, uh, Sean Harris, they talk about the people that use M in Valentine's, Valentine's Day, that's, little, that's injury, that's what that is, Sean Harris, the lady that produces this show, had an opportunity to rock with her this weekend, she came on the road with me. To the D, thank you, Det- Detroit Punchline Comedy Lounge Crazy Weekend. D came out, turned people away. This young lady, self-proclaimed
3: bachelorette, Madeline. <laughs> yes, sir. Self-proclaimed bachelorette. Hilarious. Yeah, you,
2: you, yeah. You said you. This is that's, that's the way you get down now.
3: It's, it's all good. It is. It
1: is.
2: What's
1: the call? I okay? I, okay,
2: Power Biz, uh, 646-668-8837. Madeline, I know you don't really do the Valentine's thing. You got this is the birthday of one of your your children. You said, Rodney, I ain't really all the Valentine's Day lady because this is my son's birthday, and I respect that.
1: But back in the day, when you were in the Valentine's game, what is the best thing you've ever received on Valentine's?
3: I don't know, it seems so long ago. My son turns 17 today, so that's almost two decades ago. And, I mean, I remember, you know, flowers and cards and candy, but I'm not, I've never been that girl, so I actually am the person who says don't get me anything for Valentine's Day. Show me you love me all your rounds, not just on February 14th. Wow.
2: Somebody said they got a custom-made teddy bear.
4: Oh, that's a good gift.
2: You know what I what I find women saying is this, you know, put some thought into it. You know, I mean, sure the candy and the flowers are cool, but what what do what what do what have I shown interest in throughout the year? Like, you know, absolutely. I think the holiday is good because it makes you stop and actually give some thought. You know, like I bought my wife some flowers yesterday, but. You know, this this week is a trifecta for my wife because her birthday is the 15th.
3: It is, so no. I So exciting.
1: Many years, when money was tight, it was kind of either or. What you want? Your birthday or Valentine?
3: <laughs> They're combined. It's like children whose birthday is near Christmas. They get kind yeah, of mushed are. together. It's unfair. Well, you born on <laughs> December 24th or 26th,
1: you you, you, you buck. <laughs> My
3: daughter is Christmas Eve. Yes, poor thing. It's happened to her so many years. I mean, you know, money just tight
2: around that time. So, uh, yeah. do uh, do we have any
3: love songs loaded up,
2: man?
3: Oh wow! I guess I am a, a rebel of love these days. There may not be one. Uh, <laughs> there may not be one love song in here. I literally don't think there's one, RP. They're all heartbreak songs and Grammy winners. And then I threw Big Sean in there for Detroit.
1: <laughs> you shouted out the D. You shouted out breakups, but
2: <laughs>
5: but Okay, no there's but there.
3: I know. I am just totally a rebellious spirit spirit, clearly. There's one. Maxwell Lake by the Fire is in there.
2: Well well let's let's do this, man. You can find me. Let's let's take a poll of the audience.
1: Give me your top five love songs all time. Nice. Top five love
2: songs. Like what? What's on your list? Just real quick. Your on on your list, man.
3: Um, whew, that's rough. A song for you, Donny Hathaway, is my absolute number one favorite. Is that a love so that's song? That's number. Absolutely, to me, that is. Okay. Second would be for the
1: eat. Eat. Little B eat. That's a love song. I
3: don't know that song. Um, for the love of the Isley brothers. That's a good one. The Isley brothers.
5: Barco.
2: Let's eat. Powell Beard says let's
6: eat.
2: Uh. I I I think I'm offended by that answer. I even got a little
6: nasty people on
1: on the other day. If it isn't love, no addition, let's stay together. What else you say, man? Everyone Matt? went old
3: school. That's interesting. Everyone went old school.
2: So, it, are there any new love
3: songs? Wow. I mean, he just named something that referenced eating. I don't think so. For so the lost art.
1: Somebody say,
2: How I
3: fish, was your love?
1: fish on the floor. Seating? they don't beat around the bush nowadays do they
3: oh my goodness i got in the car yesterday on the way home from the airport and the uh, the song referenced like how well he was going to have sex with her i said please turn this radio off i can my spirit cannot take it the f word was used they go straight in on the radio on the radio
2: yes Uh, i mean what's that song that rihanna has out Sex
3: with me, so amazing. I gotta listen to that at 8 o'clock in the morning with my daughter in the car. That's what I mean. Yeah, I heard another one this morning and that's what I said to the person I was in the car with. I'm like, it's so offensive. Like, children are awake and listening to the radio. This is no
7: good.
2: Like, the people that program radio, like, like I'm convinced, like, especially like hip-hop radio, I mean, Mm -hmm. the songs are so graphic. Early in the morning, I'm like, okay, I'm okay at 10 a.m., 11, 12 in the afternoon, kids at school. But when you're in the car with your kids in the morning, and sex with me so amazing, that come on, you like what?
3: Wait a minute, no, I am in total on, agreement, yo. and I promise you, I literally said it this morning, literally the same exact thing. Our culture is out of control, our people? society.
2: Am I am I old? Am I
3: old, Marilyn? To trip off Are Maryland? we old? I don't know. I don't think so, because I'm in complete agreement.
2: Man, Hunt say, no, you're not always just what it is. You're right. Black J, thank you very much. Hey, if y'all want to call in and show you, are welcome to holler at your boy. 646-668-8837. We got a lot going on today. The Grammys was this weekend. The NAACP Image Awards were this weekend. Man, you got a recap on that stuff?
3: Um, well, I have a list of winners listed for you, and I have some acceptance speeches. I actually didn't get to tune into either of them as we were working, um, but I will go back and check them both out. Beyonce was a big winner for sure, Chance the Rapper was a big winner, Adele was a big winner, and I realized you this is a you know, Green, winner.
1: Did you see any pictures of
3: CeeLo Green? I did not. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. He's eccentric, though. I'm going to Google right now. This is beyond eccentric. Do yourself a
1: favor. And don't even put CeeLo Green Grammy. Just put in CeeLo
2: Green. I bet it's the first thing that comes up. When you see this dude, oh, my God, he looks. Just look it up right now. Oh,
3: wow. It is literally the first thing that popped up. Wow. What he is looks this? like a little
2: gold black man Buddha? <laughs> he
3: <laughs> he I, looks I, I want to
2: find CeeLo Green and rub on his stomach for good luck.
3: <laughs> make a wish. Oh, I want to yeah, make a yeah, wish. Yeah, that's make interesting. Well, you has got people talking.
2: He went as a Grammy. <laughs> 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 hey, you hate to like me. Thank you for uh, sharing the broadcast. Appreciate y'all. It's going down, Rodney Perry Live, six four six 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 eight 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 three seven. The other voice you hear right now, Miss Malin Thank you for rocking with your boy this weekend.
3: Thank you for taking me with you. It was such an incredible weekend. It was such a joy to have you in my city and me in my city just thoroughly enjoyed it. So thank you, Rodney King. Yeah,
2: Detroit Detroit really came out, showed up, showed out. Uh, great yeah. audiences, men. The audio I got, just that I recorded on my phone, sounds amazing because the room was so small. You know? Oh, really?
3: Nice. Oh, it, it sounds
2: it sounds great. So it, it's like one of my best recordings, man. I might even pull oh, that stuff great. off and try to use it for something. It was, it's, I mean, yeah, I would love so great. Me.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay, so CeeLo's a Gemini. Well, it all makes sense once I read that.
1: Stilo, so you you the astrology queen. You gonna have to
2: start reading people's palms or something
3: no 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 not all that it's just a reference point for who they are Gemini's are creative people and they're they're strange strange people there's really two of them there's two personalities but they're super creative so that makes sense to me
2: so so what's this whole thing let's talk Grammy for a second you probably understand this Adele lady and Beyonce what what is their love affair what is going on
3: I don't know that they have a love affair but Adele won Album of the Year, and in her accept, she acknowledged Beyonce and said that um, her her Lemonade project was groundbreaking, and in essence, saying, like, she should have won. They were up against another one another, I thought but I Adele thought she took was it
2: saying, home. She, I thought she said, I want to give you, I cannot accept this. I'm giving this to you, Beyonce. Can she even do that? Well,
3: I don't believe so, no. No. I mean, she can, but the award, she can. First of all, Beyonce doesn't need her Grammy. Let's be clear. She has more than enough of her own. But it, it wouldn't change the record. The record would still reflect that Adele won. Um, Adele's okay, acceptance piece in there. Yes. Let's see what let's she do says. it.
8: So, let's do it. And the Grammy goes to.
7: Hmm, come on, girl.
9: Twenty-five.
7: Adele.
8: <laughs>
9: Producers,
3: Danger Mouse, Samuel Dixon, Paul Epworth, Greg Kirsten, Max Martin, Ariel mm-hmm. Shel Shellback, the Smeasington, and Ryan Tedder.
10: You. Hi guys! Hi! Thank you! Hi, thank everyone. you, everyone! Hi. Hi! 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 As you can see, it took um, it took an army to um, make me strong and willing again, um, to do it. And I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Um, five years ago, when I was last here, um, I also was pregnant and I didn't know. <laughs> and I was awarded that shortly after, I found out shortly after, which was the biggest blessing of my life. Um, and in my pregnancy, and through becoming a mother, I lost a lot of myself. Um, and I've struggled, and I still do struggle being a mum. It's really hard, um, but tonight, winning this kind of full, full circle, and like a bit of me has come back to myself, but I can't possibly accept this award. And I'm very humbled, and I'm mm. very grateful and gracious, but
11: my, oh my artist
10: God. of my life is Beyonce in this album to me. The lemonade oh. album was just so monumental. Beyonce, it was so monumental. Oh and so well thought out and so beautiful and soul bearing. And we all got to see another side to you that you don't always let us see and we appreciate that. And all us artists here, we fucking adore you. You are oh our oh. light. And the way oh that God. you make me Feel the way you make my black friends feel is empowering, and you oh, make them stand oh, oh, up for themselves. <laughs> and I love you. I always have, and I always will. Grammys, I appreciate it. The Academy, I love you. My manager, my husband, and my son, you're the only reason I do it. Thank you so much. Thank you very much to everybody.
2: So she said, I, I want to give this to you, but no, I'm
3: not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's a, she's a Beyonce All of my family. black friends yeah, love it. you. I
1: love you, and my black friends love you too. That was a wee bit
3: inappropriate. No, no, no. Said the way you make my black friends feel, mm, that was questionable. We're gonna, I'm gonna chalk it up make to cultural differences, blind. But yeah, that was a wee bit inappropriate to me. Hold oh, no. <laughs> up. So what's what's hold up?
1: Is that a Beyonce
3: song? It is. Yes, off of the off that project, Lemonade.
2: Alright, hey, it's off the lemonade. Beyonce talking about hold up, this is your boy Roddy Perry. You tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. Give your boy a call, 646-668-8837. We got some more NAACP Image Awards. We got some Grammy stuff. And we talking about love, man. Happy Valentine's Day, God it I tried to change.
8: Closed my mouth more. Tried to be softer, prettier, less awake.
7: Fasted for 60 days.
8: Wore white. Abstained from mirrors. Abstained from sex slowly did not speak another word. In that time, my hair, I grew past my ankles. I slept on a mat on a floor. I swallowed a sword. I levitated, went to the basement, confessed my sins and was baptized in a river. I sat on my knees and said, amen, and said, I mean. I whipped my own back and asked for dominion at your feet. I threw myself into a volcano. I drank the blood and drank the wine. I sat alone and begged and bent at the waist for God. I crossed myself and thought, I saw the devil. I grew thick in skin on my feet. I bathed in bleach and plugged my menses with pages from the holy book. But still inside me, coiled deep, was the need to know. Are you cheating on me? Are you cheating on me?
9: The girl that loves you, oh love, they don't love you like I love you, oh down, they don't love you like I love you. Something don't feel right, because it ain't right, especially coming up after midnight. I smell your secrets, and I'm not too perfect. To ever feel this worthless How did it come down to this Falling through your call list I don't wanna lose my pride But I'ma fuck me up a bitch Know that I kept it sexy and know I kept it fun There's something that I'm missing Maybe my head for one What's worse? Looking jealous or crazy Jealous or crazy Oh, like being walked all over lately Walked all over lately I'd rather be crazy Oh, like they don't love you like I love you Go down, they don't love you like I love you Back up, they don't love you like I love you Step down, they don't love you like I love you Can't you see there's no other man above you What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you Oh up, they don't love you like I love you blow down they don't love you like i love you.
1: let's imagine
8: for a moment that you never made a name for yourself a master well they had you labeled as a king never made it out the case the lot they moving in them streets never had the baddest woman in the game up in your shade would they be down to right now
9: go down, they don't love you like I love you. Hey, it's such a shame, you let this good love go to waste. I always keep the top tip, five star, sexy loving in the car, like make that wood, like make that wood, holly like a boulevard. What's worse, looking jealous or crazy, jealous and crazy. Oh, I like being walked all over lately, walked all over lately, I'd rather be crazy. Oh, like they don't love you like I love you. Slow down, they don't love you like I love you. Back up, they don't love you like I love you. Step down, they don't love you like I love you. Can't you see there's no other man above you? What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you. Hold oh, love, up, they don't love you like I love you. Oh down, they don't love you like I love you. Get my swag on, get a whats up. Was I was, I was up. What's up, what's up? Hop up, hop up, hop and get my swag on I love you to know be was there Was up, Was up, what's up
2: You don't want zero problems, big fella
6: Yup Shout out chance to Chance the
12: Rapper Ready, ready. One more label try
6: to stop no me. No it's
12: gonna be some
5: dread.
6: out. Oh. my shooters come for free so the one more they will try to stop me, me. it's gonna, gonna be some dread
5: you me huh, huh.
2: You're sharing this day with That's a beautiful thing man You know hopefully y'all get it in tonight That's what
1: it's all about Get it in Happy Valentine's Day Get naked Somebody Spend some time with them You know not long do your best
2: <laughs> uh, Got some of the image awards uh, uh,
1: Accepting speeches
2: Check this out This is my girl
3: Hidden Figures.
0: The cast of Hidden Figures celebrates
8: the collaboration of nine actors in its ensemble.
5: That's what I'm saying, my Oh, my
0: God. Where's Ted? Come up here. Ted! Our fearless leader, our director, Pat Nelson, you must be up here. Listen. Oh my, God. oh, my God. Steady yourself, heart. Talk to me, God. Listen. This film is about unity. We stand here as proud actors, thanking every member of this incredible guild for voting for us for recognizing our hard work. But the shoulders of the women that we stand on are three American heroes, Katherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, Mary Jackson. Without them, we would not know how to reach the stars. These women did not complain about the problems, their circumstances, you know, the issues. We know what was going on in that era. They didn't complain, they focused on solutions. Therefore, these brave women helped put men into space. We cannot forget the brave men that also worked with us. God rest his soul in peace. John Glenn. Yeah. This story is of unity. This story is about what happens when we put our differences aside and we come together as a human race. We win. Love wins every time. time. Thank you so much for appreciating the work we've done. Thank you so much for appreciating these women. They are hidden
5: figures. No more. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I have a dream. They are hidden figures, no more. I have a dream today, to Roger P. Henson. I have a dream that one day, all oh, the actors will be able to act. You
2: understand? What up, Lorraine M- Womack? Thank you for checking in with me.
1: If you check me out on Periscope right now, about to make the move. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Was Tampa not amazing? 69, we had a ball out Tampa. Thank you, Tampa. Thank you, uh,
2: uh, Detroit. Next up, Atlanta. All my people in Atlanta. I'll be in Atlanta. Uh, Let me check the dates right now. I'm about to give them to you. The 24th through the 26th, Atlanta, Georgia. Seven shows.
1: Going down. Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina, the 16th through the 18th of March. Going down. I'm easy to find. Shoot me an email, Rodney at Rodneyperry.com or booking at Rodneyperry.com. I can be in your city. Easy enough. Tell you what. We about to uh, play some big Sean Bounce back before we
2: do that. You gotta you gotta pay some love, pay some homage to the greatest, the GOAT.
11: Eugene O'Neill, Edward Albee. August Wilson. August Wilson is one of the greatest playwrights in the history of American or World Theater. It is a privilege, an honor, a responsibility, a duty, and a joy to bring his brilliance to the screen. I am particularly proud and happy about the young filmmakers actors, singers, writers, producers that are coming up behind my generation. In particular, Barry Jenkins. Young people understand, this young man made 10, 15, 20 short films before he got the opportunity to make Moonlight. So never give up. Without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. It's not easy. If it was easy, there'd be no Kerry Washington. If it was easy, there'd be no Taraji Henson, P. Henson. <laughs> if it were easy, there'd be no Octavia Spencer. But not only that, if it were easy, there'd be no Viola Davis. If it were easy, there'd be no Michael T. Williamson, no Stephen McKinley Henderson, no. Russell Hornsby, if it were easy, there'd be no Denzel Washington. So, keep working, keep striving, never give up, fall down seven times, get up eight. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So. Keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work.
1: Yo. So, well, the greatest of all time, Mr. Denzel Washington. Great acceptance speech. Wow.
2: Man, I love that dude, man.
1: I wish Denzel was like an uncle where I could go
2: sit on the porch and to listen to him sometime.
1: It's Rodney Perry. You're in to Rodney Perry Live. On the same vein, let's bounce
5: back
6: with my man, Big Sean. Shouts out to the D! <laughs> Get back. Get back. Your Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that up was real when I hit it, bounce back. Hell, but you're not a bounce back, boy. I been broke as hell, cash the check and bounce back. D-town, LAX, every week I bounce back. You a real one, and you know how to bounce back. Don't know nobody, oh nobody. Always on the job. I got no hobbies, got the city with me, because 'cause I'm home. Grown vibin' not more than my phone. No, leave me alone, me on my own. No. I cut the bitch up and like an edit. My daddy, is genetic. I heard you knew it's pathetic. In contrast, it be shredded. So my dogs on a private jet from the public house, and I kept a G. Yeah, 1000. Click stars that like the Paramount money. Everything I do is right, sis. Betting on me is a right risk. Even in the Crisis, I'm never on some switch of sides. I switch gears to the night shift, blacking out because I'm in light. And God talked to me in silence, but I hear him every time. man. Thank you, God, God bless you. Thank Last you, God. Last night so took much. a L, hell, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning by the night I count stacks. Do that up real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting shakes. Last night took a L, hell, but tonight I bounce back check back. back. LAX, every week I bounce back. You're a real one, you wall, wall bounce back. back. <laughs> Look, I woke up in beast mode, beast. with my girl that's beauty in the beast though. sleep though. Only thing that sold out is the seat though. God dare you stand before me And I respect my authority If you fuck my glory I'ma drop the hell and get gory I done did everything except worry Hella drama my life story Faith of a mustard seed I kept growing I knew that this life Was meant for me People change that More than wishing wells Karma come around I wish well. Living like I'm on a limitless pill I kill the scene like I'm dizzy Crazy like my jacket strapped up I don't act but I act up Brown paper bag, Like the lunch packed up Back, 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 back up I'ma need like 10 feet Or get stomped out with 10 feet I'ma always lose my temper You cannot count to 10 feet I lose one, I bounce back like two, three, deal with four, five. I seen courtrooms and court size. ain't too many seen both sides. Oh, no. what you know. But I'm taking back control. The underdog just turned into the wolf and the hunger steady grows. Yeah, I call shots while you call off. Never take some more, fall off. When you say that committed to it, you just fall down and never fall off. So last night I took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that I was real, when I hit it, bounce back. Last night took a L, but you're not I bounce back. Boy, I've been broke as hell, catch a check and bounce back. D-Town LAX, every week I bounce back. If you a real one, and you know how to bounce back. Bounce back, bounce, 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 bounce. bounce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you a
5: real one, bounce.
2: Yo, it's your boy Roddy Perry, that's my man Big Sean The name of the song is Bounce Back Right before we play, we play uh, Denzel Washington's acceptance speech We're right now live on Instagram Hey, I've seen you twice Amazing show. Shouts out to Cleveland. Miss Kizzy, one, two, three. Kizzy, was it good both times now? Because sometimes you be like, man, I don't need to see this dude no more because i seen it. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. I'm about love and I love you. RP
1: South Spoken Poet says she loved me. Love you back. The number, holler at your boy, 646-668-8837. DQQ photo. I have an old pick of us from 2013. D-Squad, you got to post that pitch. Tuesday, call me, baby. Hollywood in the building in the valley. 646-668-8837. Happy Valentine's Day. What, in your opinion, is the greatest love song of all time? Like What do you need to be in the background? This
2: might be a completely different question. But what song do you need to be in the background when you're getting it on? What's a must-have right now? Is it some ratchet? Is it some classic old school? Is it some new school? Is it R. Kelly? Is it Frankie
1: Beverly? Is it a female song? That's another question. Do female love songs get as much play as... Guy loves songs. I don't even know if that, if, uh, what, who makes, what females got a love song? I don't know. I don't think, I don't think no more. Adrian Alexander, Holler at your boy. Make it last forever. That's keep saying, that's a guy.
2: Make it last, make it last forever is a good song. I make it last, I changed the name of the song
1: to make it last as long as I could. <laughs> Girl is golden. What you think? Holla at your boy, Adrian Alexander, ATL, Atlanta, Rodney Perry, In Your Town, performing live at the Atlanta Comedy Theater, 24th through the 26th, Entertainment Vibes, I see you, Too Many Possibilities, give me one Stillmatic matic How 8, holla at your boy, what oh, do I got here? Is this Maxwell's song or love song? I'm about to find out. Say your number again. 646-668-8837. Six, 668-8837. What's up, Goose? The grease man in the building. Usher. Let's see what Maxwell's talking about. This is your boy Rodney Perry. Check it out.
7: Sun, I was taste, I would burn, I
5: was, burned, I was Deep in the storm of a grave Had a bed as a coffin. You were only the one that made me fulfilled Only the thing that made me reveal My destiny was the forest, beach of the forest Anything ain't nothing, it just, it just you we We can wait,
7: we can live for so long Live in a flame where we'll never burn No one could ever, ever return
5: You are the reason I'm on you, reason I love you You're the thing I need Cause it's just, it's just you Just us, nobody but
4: San Fernando Valley, California Rodney Perry Oh
2: my god, hey Tuesday How are you beautiful? Hi
4: Rodney Perry
2: Tuesday you specialize in beautiful clothes For beautiful people Oh I lost it, she dropped, we dropped the call Tuesday if you can still see me or hear me call back in Like we dropped your call Come on back uh, I got some great conversation with her Involved
1: giving him something he can feel That's a good song now Hey what's up East New York in the building Appreciate y'all That's my man I just played Maxwell By the fire, great song Amelia Son Want no problems big fella Hey I can't thank y'all enough for coming in and tuning in Give me a call, here we go a eight is back in the building. Yes, you live, Rodney Perry.
4: This <laughs> is Tuesday, Rodney Perry.
1: What's up, Tuesday? How you doing, baby?
4: Sorry about connecting you all. Nice to hear you. Also, Always good to see you on the radio.
2: I know, right? Hey, baby, first yeah. of all, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday
1: makes fabulous clothes. You can follow her. Where, where can people follow you on IG?
4: On uh, Facebook is probably the Tuesday Connor C-O-N-N-E-R. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Now, Tuesday, let
1: me ask a question. Yeah. What's the best? <laughs> Thank you, TV Miller. Tuesday, what's the best Valentine's gift you've ever gotten?
4: Uh, a man, all dressed up, handsome, cooking dinner. Naked.
1: Wait a minute. How are going to be dressed up and naked?
4: Because he came to the door all dressed up, stripped down, got naked, and was cooking in the kitchen. I
2: know. Tuesday, you
1: made that up. Are you serious?
4: Yes, I am serious. You asked me my favorite. I just told you, Rodney. Perry.
2: Wow. Okay, so wait a minute. So what was the circumstances? Y'all was dating, and he said, baby, I got something for you tonight. And you go to Uh, the door, knock, 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 you go to the door, he there, fly fly outfit, looking good, smelling good,
1: and when do he start taking his clothes off? Did he bring the food?
4: He was carrying the food in both arms. Wow. Wow. Let me tell you
2: something. Hey, I had a woman tell me once, time, ain't nothing more sexy than a man with
1: groceries in his hand.
4: (laughs) A man that can cook? That's the bomb, Ronnie! It doesn't get much better.
1: So what did y'all eat that night? I mean, other than you.
4: He fixed this awesome shrimp. um, um, It was this dish he made as he went along. It had shrimp in it. It had couscous in it. It had... um, um, all kinds of vegetables in it, and threw threw in some cranberries up and pineapples up in there, and it gave it this wonderful little forte, and it was heavenly. And I didn't tell you the part about him leaving the food in the freezer, and I had gas money too on top of that, so I like got hooked up like all the way around.
1: So did y'all? Did y'all do
2: it that night? Was it was it like like a beautiful sexual experience as well?
4: That started in the morning. For breakfast and kind of carried on through the late afternoon where we were both missed meeting times. We got to the meeting, but we were both late, but we had fabulous meetings.
7: Wow.
2: That's good for you, man. That sounds like a great, so it it wasn't just a date. It was like a full day, a full like 24 hours.
4: Yep, and it's lovely. <laughs>
2: wow. So do you have any big plans for tonight? I mean, it's Valentine's
1: Day. Tuesday, you know, you you're a lovely lady.
4: Um, I'm expecting my surprise at any moment now. <laughs> so
1: it's kind let of ask, a, a let, me a let me ask you a question. I talked to, to
2: Madeline earlier. Madeline says she's kinda over Valentine's Day. Is it one of those things that, that you can get over sometimes as a woman? Is it like you know, is it too much?
4: Um, Robbie, I have to say, I have to start back with somebody telling me for Christmas because um, right before Christmas, my king asked me, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, wow, when's the last time you were asked that? I asked a few of my girlfriends, and one of them who has been married um, 15 years said, I've never been asked. So these are kind of some of the things that, like, come holidays, um, your boyfriends kind of disappear, vanish, start fights on purpose sometimes. So there's not a lot of women who get to experience a really nice Valentine's Day, you know. Wait a minute, Tuesday, so, Tuesday,
2: stop right there. Hold on. Wait a minute. Do, do
4: do dudes
1: really break up? I mean, do they start fights? Miss Miss Ingrid, I'm, do dudes start fights? Bill, do dudes start fights? I mean, I'm, I I I don't believe that. It can't be true.
4: You asking Bill? This is. I'm telling you. From a good I'm asking you. I mean, do, do guys really start fighting? They start them on purpose, uh, for uh, for holidays. They disappear on holidays on purpose just so they don't have to buy anything. I took a survey one time. I asked all my girlfriends. I took a survey. I asked 100 people, why are all my girlfriends single? My girlfriends are successful. They work from Disney. They, uh, they write songs like Man in the Mirror. They um they drive Mercedes Benz. They own their own houses. Why are they all single? I asked the survey. And from the women, the women, when I summed up everybody's answer, and I asked like 75 women, 25 men, almost all 25 men answered the question. Their percentage was higher than the women answering the question. What I summed uh, up from all the women the women said, all men lie that was the that was ninety percent of what the women said, and all the all the men said women are crazy, so my submission is if guys didn't lie so much, they wouldn't drive women crazy. Wow, we should hey, well that we
1: Tuesday. Miss Ingrid said before she got married, she never had a Valentine.
4: See? That's crazy to me. Yeah, but see, we got to be honest with one another. We got to open up our dialogue and talk with one another. My partner is the strongest person I have who's got my back besides my blood family, you know, and the family that I made. But your partner, right. that's got to be somebody that you can just tell Anything to tell the world to, and if that means you guys are gonna have a Menage a trois today, let's talk about it because that's what I want to feel. If you want to go somewhere else, you know, and not believe that your guy is having an affair, think that way.
2: So you know, so you, you, you would be willing? To, hold on, stop right there. Hold on, stop right there, too. You would be willing to have a a threesome with your man if he if he I mean could could he
1: could he breach that subject to you?
4: He could breach that subject to me. I want him to breach every single subject that he has in his heart to me because, you know what, he and I are one. And i got to accept wow. him just like he is. you got to accept me just like I am, no matter what the circumstances and no matter what the outcome is of it. we got to be honest with each other because if we're not honest with each other, how long are we going to make it?
2: Now, we always think of a threesome as with a guy and two girls. What if he wanted to bring a
1: dude into the joint? Would you, would you be cool with that too?
4: I do Perry, you tripping?
1: Miss Kitty <laughs> said she wished a Negro would. <laughs>
4: no, I will fly like that. You know, people have their own different ways to, you know, enjoy themselves. And we all should be free to open up ourselves right. and be free and talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, I started writing erotic poetry in my Poets Jazz House Lounge, and it turned wow. into can an erotic... Can we get one for
1: Valentine's Day?
2: Maybe not just too graphic. Man, can we get one, like, right
4: now? Oh, yeah. All mine are safe, soft, and, and real cute. I'll give you a little of, of my cute one. You ready? Yeah, dude, give me some erotic poetry from Tuesday Connor. Oh,
1: this going to be good. Go ahead.
4: Okay, it was... um hold on, hold on,
1: Let me get my lotion out, Tuesday. Hold on.
4: Okay, go. <laughs> okay. Um Saturday morning the telephone rang very early, woke me up. You know I was irritated. But this beautiful voice on the other line said something like, Tuesday, let me fulfill all your fantasies. And I said yes. When the day came I took off work early. Went home, Charlotte, shaved my stuff, see it had been better than six months and I had me some, and I had every intention on getting wild freaking wet. I put my hair up, my gold lipstick, my long earrings, my push up bra, my skirt I don't wear panties with. Last thing I did before I hit the door, I put my diaphragm in and the telephone rings. It ain't coming. What do I do? I'm standing here feeling hot, horny and sexy. What do I do? I was wondering, is anybody out there? Wow That was
1: dope, too? <laughs>
5: I want to
4: Okay, that was some Cool shit okay. So he Let's got all hot and
2: bottled He didn't show up
4: He was like man Do anybody want to screw? <laughs> I got a show Rodney Barry And so once a month We're doing a show An erotic show We teach safe sex We teach slogging We teach Oh you play. teach what? 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 You teach what? I teach I teach the art Of Kama Sutra I teach flogging. I teach fireplay. Flogging?
5: flogging,
4: flogging, flogging is flogging is when you are. Well, let's see. You get someone spanks you really softly, really intimately, oh. really nicely, really sexually, and it's a tease. And it's all really <sighs> foreplay. And it's all like it's acting. It's storytelling. And, you know, it's costume play, and it's putting fun back into sex. It's putting fun into your love life, you know. So your husband, has a, your old man doesn't have to have a menage a because guess what? When you come, when he comes home, you're always doing something special, something nice. I'm about to flog nice my wife tonight, just
2: because you said it. I'm about to flog my lady with my belt.
4: That's okay, but just do it sexually and sensually, Okay, tease her. Right. Okay, and then we teach erotic asphyxiation, and we teach uh, tantric massage and touch. We teach you about adult toys, teach you about libido-boosting foods. Um, there are many foods you can eat that will just, like, you know, enhance your love play, like, instantly. Like, okay, you got to you know,
1: don't give me all of it, too, but give me some, give me about
2: three different foods that can help you to tonight, it's Valentine's Day, three different foods.
4: You can make uh, iceberg lettuce salad and have lettuce? that for dinner. Yep, lettuce. Lettuce, absolute lettuce. They're, uh really? Arugula arugula, arugula lettuce will help uh-huh. you. Um, and these are just things now you can have. What, is, this, what is it going to do? Get... Is it going to
1: make you have a larger orgasm?
4: Well, some of the things, I'm looking for my paperwork as I'm talking to you, but some of the things will uh, enhance your libido, they'll make you go longer. Some will uh, give you a stronger uh you know, and um, some will arouse, make you aroused make you aroused and you'll wanna play and you wanna have more fun. So they each do a little something something different. But um, wow. this they're, they're simply watermelon, believe it or not, watermelon. Watermelon
2: is, is very good for me and I've been I've been reading about watermelon and, and some yeah. there are some some yellow watermelons that are noted to to, to really increase the man's libido. But you yeah. you like you you can like the, the rind is actually very good for male libido. I know about that.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh olives, olives of course, you know, help and simple things that you can have for dinner. Like one of the reasons we talk to, I talk to people who have been married and some of my friends have not had uh, been intimate with their spouses. They say in years. And so wow. um, what I, what I discovered is one of the, one of the, I know for women is her energy level. And if her energy level is down, um, that's one of the reasons why she doesn't feel like having, uh, you know, being intimate with her man and meat, believe it or not, meat, if she puts meat and that protein back into her, she'll have more energy to go be intimate with her man.
1: So if so, you give us some meat, she wants a meat.
4: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Understood. So, um, so we let's we, talk about um, this too. I'm, I'm
2: not gonna hold you all afternoon. Let me let's talk about one more thing before we go. Mm-hmm. You mentioned tantra, tantric lovemaking. I I, yeah. I I I think I understand tantra. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've 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 watched like documentaries on it. It's actually uh, connecting on a spiritual level. Am I right?
4: You're you're absolutely right. The slowing down of lovemaking gives you this stronger energetic connection and then if you are also outside of love making if you're as honest as you can be with your partner you will feel this bond and this strength and you'll connect stronger. You'll connect harder on all levels of life. Interesting.
1: Interesting. <laughs> Chef Robin Miss Ingrid, I see you
2: baby. Oh wow so, so, uh, are you familiar with the rule of eight? I'm throwing this out there for any of the guys ever celeb, call me six four six 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 eight 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 three seven um i did a, a, i did a um i did a, a event with with um what's his name um Michael Bazin one time, and this lady was there and she 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 did a similar what she taught what she calls the rule of eight. And she said, you you do you do um, seven controlled thrusts, this is for the male, seven controlled thrusts, and then you hold the eighth one. And she said, if you practice that, you can actually have sex all night if you want.
4: And yeah. And you will not yeah.
2: ejaculate.
4: Yeah. Um you remember uh, She's Gotta Have It, the movie She's Gotta Have It? There was one actor in there that they showed you scenes where he just flipped back and forth and back and forth and front and back and back. You remember that scene?
1: hmm
4: Okay. Anyway, that's how it is. That's how it is. When you, when you can control it, you can go all night long. Um, wow. Let's see. I have, um, like, wine. It increases red wine. It increases the blood flow to men. The eggs will rev you up all day so you can go the distance in the evening. Broccoli, it will transform your mind to get you in the mood.
1: Wow.
4: Iceberg lettuce with vinegar oil helps not only your waistline, but it revs up your sex drive. It's hormone.
2: I've never heard heard that about iceberg because I kind of stay with my iceberg lettuce because it's just not as good for you as like a romaine lettuce, but Absolutely. I might have to yeah. throw
4: that iceberg back in there. Yeah, I stopped eating iceberg years ago, but when I had to start doing my research, I was like, oh, now I still haven't had iceberg lettuce yet, but that's the research that i personally done. Like um, green tea, it increases the blood flow to the genitals and gives a feeling of sexual excitement.
1: Green tea? I, I, let me tell you something,
2: green- Susie. Stop. Stop right now. I'm going to have you come back on and we had a full sex conversation. Because um, <laughs> this is very interesting to me. uh, Mr. Perry, if you need a chef for any event, keep me in mind. Oh, come on, Chef Rob. I got you covered, baby. Uh, Real riding Banana, thanks for popping in. We're we're on uh, Instagram. We're on Facebook right now. And we're live here on Blog Talk Radio. Give me a call. 646-668-8837. Thank you, Tuesday.
4: Love you, Rocky Perry.
2: I love you back, Jumbe. So, man, what do you guys think, man? Y'all right there, y'all right there, man. What do y'all think, man? What's like, like, wow? Anybody ever tried tantra? Eb the celeb? Yeah, yeah. I, I still, I still on blog talk. I like blog talk, uh, Eb, cause I, I can control it. You know, I don't have to leave my house. I'm right here. I uh, got my mic. I did have to go purchase some stuff to kinda of make my show sound better. But, you know, I, I'm still on Block Talk and I like the uh the
1: platform. Um F, give me a call. 646-668-8837. What's up, Virgo? Wit, knowledge you got it all. It's going down. Let me ask Madeline. Madeline. Did you
3: know about the iceberg lettuce?
4: I most certainly did
3: not.
2: I have never heard of All I know about I mean, is
3: pineapples, and that's only because of you. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: that's all I got.
2: <laughs> now, 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 pineapples, for anybody watching or listening, pineapples, uh, you, you know what? You can't keep up. You can call in with a poem if you want. Pineapples actually make your body sweeter, and, and that's just one of the things. I mean, I, I, I say pineapples. But like uh, papaya, um, oh really? Mango, yeah, absolutely. Any, any, most of the
1: sweet, the sweet of of fruits or and of
3: vegetables. Okay, I thought it was only pineapples. Learn something new every day. Some things
2: make you taste bitter, like uh, asparagus, and some greens can make
1: you taste, you know, like them. And, Interesting. You know, uh, oh, absolutely. Uh so you wanna you
2: wanna watch salty stuff when you know you're gonna engage in some type of you know uh sexuality, you know, because you don't wanna
1: be salty.
2: You know. And uh and then guys, you know, you know, we we tend to eat a lot of salt. So, you know, if you want your lady to go all the way,
3: you probably I wanna watch your diet, ease
2: huh? Ease <laughs> up on that salt at night. You know, you gonna give your baby high blood pressure.
3: Hey, this is your boy Roddy Perry.
2: You <laughs> tune in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking image awards. We're talking um uh uh Grammys. Uh thank you to for the call, Tuesday, Connor. Uh I think Roland Martin got an image award. Let's check this out.
12: Now, on Friday night, the uh, non-televised show took place where actually the bulk of the Image Awards were handed out, uh, including the one that I won for Best Host in a news, talk, reality, or variety show as part of that uh, awards program. Here's some of that. A brother asked me one day, he said, um, he said, brother, when are you going to get you a show? I said, well, I'm on TV One every day. He said, no, I, I, I mean a real show. He said, I mean a show that's on CNN or MSNBC. And I said, when Lester Holt comes to DC to do his show, he sits in the same chair that I sit in, because we shoot our show at NBC News Channel. I said, we send this show up, the satellite, the same way. We use the same cameras. I said, when I sit at the table with the president of the United States, I was there representing TV One. I said, You need to understand that you should never ever think what's black owned is secondary. I had explained to this brother that it was a black network that first paid me to be on television. I spent six years at CNN, but it was a black network that gave me a Sunday show. When CNN said no to a Sunday show, they said fine. It was a black network that gave me a daily show. We cover black news and we don't apologize for being black on TV One News One Now Monday through Friday. No, you can play the music all you want to because this is critically important. I need every entertainer in this room to hear this. You need to also let your publicist know that when we call return our phone calls because when the other networks won't put you on we will put you on and when you want to talk about issues that matter to you and your foundations we will put you on and do understand that as long as I'm sitting in that chair we will be real we will be black we will be honest and we will give people the right to speak to their issues and as my frat brother, my Alfred brother, Vertna, Woodson, Tandy said, I can promise you this, when it comes to either President Trump or Congress or people who oppose black people, we will fight until hell freezes over and then we will fight on the ice.
1: Kickstart your day at seven. When a
9: stroke strikes, it spreads like a fire in the brain. The longer it goes undetected, the more damage is done. To spot the signs of a stroke, you have to think and act fast. F, face. Has their face fallen on one side? Can they smile? A, arms. Can they raise both arms and keep them there? F, speech. Is their speech slurred? T, time. Just like a fire, it's time to call 999 if you see any single one of these signs. The faster you act, the more of the person you save.
8: Discovered by chance, the most precious commodity nature has to offer. A gift to life and mankind. Every job is as pure as nature intended. Natural filtered by layers of volcanic rocks at the King On Mountains. A natural water source with an alkaline level of pH 8 to 8.8. nourished by nature's rich
9: mineral resources for you to enjoy.
10: i just got right here and I think I'm losing signal already. Hello? Can you hear me now?
7: talk about myself. I'm sorry. I hope that you will. Did you ever make it
2: I enjoy that comedy, and this is definitely one of those guys, man. I don't even know if he remembered this, but we go back to university, Arkansas Pine Bluffs. The, wow. the day he probably was the only one that actually got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Without any further ado, let me bring to the to the to the uh, Roddy Perry Live Show uh, one of the premier vocalists of our time, uh, my homeboy from from the Midwest, Chicago, by Aurora, Illinois. Let, let's just really be specific. One of the coldest cats in the game with classic hits that that always make the ladies scream. Ah, Carl Thomas, Carl Thomas, ladies and gentlemen, show some love, Carl Thomas. What's Man, up, guys? What's going on, right? Man, man, do you remember that? Do you remember working? Yeah, country? I do remember Pine Bluff. U A D B, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff homecoming, man, and it was a trip because I remember going. I bet Carl got paid. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> yeah, that's
12: where that's
2: where I get my reputation hard to work with because I got paid. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, and, I, and I'm not mad at that Carl because. One thing that that I was even able to see back then is your business was trump tight. What's the difference in hard to work with and just being a businessman? No, I think the difference I think uh the difference between hard to work with and uh uh just being a businessman is uh um uh, being a businessman is just really just knowing knowing the climate of what you're doing. And um uh, and um you know understanding that that y- your arrangement is the arrangement for services. So um, an arrangement for services is uh, you have you have to remember that um, you're product just like uh, Bayer mm-hmm. aspirin or or, or, mm-hmm. or you know Joy dish detergent or something like that. Uh, if you went to the store and Joy costs three fifty, a bottle of Joy costs three fifty, and you went up to the cash register and said, "Look, man, I only got two seventy five. Work with me." <laughs> right. <laughs> that's really not going to get you no joy. No. You know what no I mean? Joy. So you have to handle yourself as a product in the same manner. You know what I mean? Mm. Well yeah. said. And great analogy too, man, because I think that a lot of times our services become negotiable when the deals start looking wrong. And, right, 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 right. And that's right, really right. not negotiable. Now, no, don't get me wrong with that being, with that being said. Uh, with With that being said, you know there are different levels of things that you work with as an entertainer, mm-hmm. as long as the business is right i see no I, I see no problem with working with people on different levels as long as as it's beneficiary to the goal of you as a of you as as your own island of industry. Well, wow, I love that, man. You know, I think oftentimes people don't really look at us as business entities. Even young cats that's getting into the game, they don't really recognize themselves as their own black-owned business. I mean, we well, get so you know, enamored with the lights. We, you, you, you know, one one really cool thing about one really cool thing about being in the viral age is that um, a lot of young people now, you know, have have far more of an opportunity to see themselves as an industry, you know, because the internet allows so many different, uh, independent opportunities, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, what, 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 what the internet does for me is, um, uh, it cuts out the middleman and it allows me to get at my fans directly and my fans get at me directly. Right. And I think that that's a real cool thing. and And, 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 um, With that being said, you know there's a lot of different opportunities that comes along with that middleman being out of the picture, so to speak. You know what I mean? As far as, as far as uh, uh, the artists and the fans being able to get at each other, you know. Got it. I I love that. Hey, this is Roddy Perry live on the line right now. We talking to the man Carl Thomas. His Twitter is Mr. Underscore Carl. Underscore Thomas, you want yes, to get him, holler at him on Twitter, and his website is CarlThomasLive.com. dot com. Carl Thomas, man. First of all, take me back to um, Carl Thomas growing up in uh, Aurora, Illinois, right outside Chicago, mm-hmm. and and take me from that time to becoming Carl Thomas
5: worldwide well, sex.
2: Well, it's really it's really crazy because you know I, I I left as a teenager. You know okay. what I'm saying. I I um I did a lot of things, you know the the things that I wanted to do. Not I didn't want to really say that I was in a rush to do this, but I moved really fast, you know. Um and I I kind of played the open mic circuit. I remember there was a Tuesday night uh, at, the, at the Cotton Club in Chicago, you know that you know a lot of people just felt like they was just gonna make it just from there. You know wow. what I mean? And I really exhausted every opportunity that I could, but I didn't understand at a young age, at such a young age that you know there really wasn't any uh, record companies you know that were that were beyond outlets you know in Chicago. Okay. So I kind of took the attitude uh, where I, I just said, well, um, the fire is never going to come to me, so let me go to where the fire is, you know. And uh, I, I had a friend that was actually living in Connecticut that I knew actually through church actually. And um he was moving from Connecticut down to New York and gave me an opportunity, you know, to to, to sleep on the sofa bed, you know, and, and I, I just thought it was a real cool opportunity. You know, one one thing one thing about being young is that, you know, you go through this age of stupidity. You know <laughs> <laughs>
5: Which is a good but thing. But let me tell you yeah.
2: you go through this age of stupidity where you are absolutely not afraid of anything. Okay. Nothing scares you. And but, but 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 to say something about that, you know, that can actually work in your favor, you know, because you know, I jumped right into New York City as a seventeen year old teenager. Wow. You know what I mean? And, and I didn't, hey, I'm forty years old, and I'm scared of New York now. Yeah, I didn't even. You know, all I knew, all I knew, is that when I got there, you know, it it was funny because it was a different kind of freedom for me because I didn't have to watch what color I wore. I could wear my baseball cap to any side of my head that I felt like that day, and wasn't nobody saying nothing to me. I said, "Oh man, this is all right," you know. Right. And a lot of people really don't know about that, but. And and you know what? Let let me stop you right there, girl. I still consider that even now. Like when I take pictures, I'd be like, "Is they gonna think I'm folks?" Or (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm always thinking about Chicago. So go ahead, go ahead. Oh no! Oh God! Oh Lord, man! That's that is my joke. That is my joke. The forty-year-old gangbanger. (laughs) All right. that is my cousin joke. Oh lord. oh! but you know um you know we grew up in that era, you know, yeah. the where, where where um you know, just the prevalence of uh, uh, of that whole culture was really taking a hold of the streets and um you know, I didn't really, you know, man, I wasn't about that. Anybody that knew me knew that I was from church and I I didn't want to do nothing but get some girls and you know what I mean? Talk well, you,
1: you talk, talk me, mucho, smack.
2: Talk. You know what I mean. And um, you know, just just be, you know, happy being a young man. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't really want to be involved in that. And and um, I got an opportunity to get out of to get out of the area, you know, at an early age. And once I tell you, once I uh, was exposed to certain opportunities in music, I never turned back. And you know, I just kind of felt like. Uh, you know I found my niche in songwriting and and you know before I actually signed my record deal at Bad Boy I was at it, I I was uh at least four different other major labels you know beforehand but Bad Boy was a, the 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 situation that uh actually spawned fruit you know what I'm saying because wow. there, you, you know you know um uh there's there there is a very interesting the statistic, you know what I'm saying. The first project that I put out sold a million records. But there's a very interesting statistic about that: is that only one percent of one percent of all music put out only sells a million records.
5: Are you well, serious?
2: Yeah, yeah. And that that's a very real statistic. Now that 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 in a nutshell explains uh, the what it means, you know what I mean, to sell a million records. You know what I mean? well, speak, be- speak to that, speak to that, and to have a life-changing record. Now, are we talking about I Wish? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you know, so um, I Wish hits, Your, you sell a million records, your right. life changes overnight, I'm sure. Well, well, no, it doesn't really change overnight, but it does, it does, but it doesn't, you know what I mean? It does, but it doesn't, because, because um, before that, you know, you're you're in, uh, you, you know, being being at Bad Boy, you know, uh, during the time that I was there, you know, you just kind of get in a certain mode of work because we were so competitive, we were we were always we were having fun, but but one thing that is important for people to know that we were having fun while we were working, we weren't working while we were having fun, yeah. you know what I mean, is that um, we, we were always, we had our money on, my, on our mind, and it was always some, some opportunity to make money, you know, and and, and that's just what it was mainly about. Mm-hmm. So I was in uh, such a cocoon for a while of, of, of not really re- recognizing, you know, how the world was really reacting to the music. I was just really putting it out, and it was, okay, Carl, you got a show. And our, we need to be here, and we need to be there, and of course you you get you know you get a, uh, a you know an, an inkling of what it's really like, but you don't really feel it until you until you pushing your cart down the frozen food section of the supermarket, man. Right, then, right. Then, then that's when you really feel the effect yeah, that you have. when you, you when, you, on when you trickle over into real life, because I, I mean yeah. people ask me the same thing. They're like, Rob, well, you had an opportunity to be on television, or you did a film. You know what's that like? How's your? But you know you still living your life, so you're not really tripping a whole lot. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And and, and um, you know, we, we, it's like I say, you know, it, you until you get into those different fasts, you know, you really don't really um understand what type of effect that you're making because it's like, I mean, every night is a repeat of last night, and you know you just kind of get into these modes where you used to. You know, you're used to being in front of the the crowds and what have you. And and for me, I was always a live artist. So for me, it wasn't a change. It was just the the crowds got bigger. Right. It was just the crowds got bigger. It went from the, the small nightclubs to the bigger nightclubs to, you know, the great big gigantic, three-level hip-hop clubs to the right. theaters, to the arenas, and so forth. You know what I mean? And it just got bigger. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And, um, you know, I just kind of took the attitude where I was just going to lay in the way of opportunity and just and just see what, what happens for me, you know? Hey, y'all, we seeing what's happening. we on with my man Carl Thomas. This is Rodney Perry, and this is Rodney Perry Live. Carl, let's talk about I Wish specifically. It's hold on, a hold on, one
6: record. second,
2: Rodney. Hold huh? on. Go ahead. All right, It's it's past twelve o'clock here. I'm pouring myself a drink. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I love it's okay. it. It's okay. It's okay tip. to. That's the rule. Past twelve noon. Past noon. Past twelve noon. Phone. You're okay. Well, you 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 pull yours. I'm gonna pull me a little bit of this. You know, I'm, I'm on that vodka martini dirty. Oh no, that's too hard. I I'm do I'm doing I'm doing riesling. <laughs> you, okay, okay, little patient yourself. It's early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be somewhere asleep in thirty minutes. Yeah, you you, you going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so so Carl, I, I yeah. wish hits sells a million records. Right. Um, did you know when you were penning this? Did you know when you were in the studio? Could you feel it like this is special? Well I mean I knew it was a hit. I just I my my challenge was if the record company knew it was a hit as well. Hmm. You know, um but I really didn't at the time, you know, like I said it was a really special time because um Puff had a lot of R&B help on hand, you know, Andre Harrell was the president of the company at the time. Okay. And um I um I was able to use Andre to explain a lot of things to Puff that I wouldn't necessarily be able to explain on my own okay. because uh Andre is an R&B guy and um and everybody knows that and 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 Puff you know just really trusted his opinion you know when he said something about a, about a record okay. you know so a lot of times if I really wanted to get that record across you know, maybe sometimes I didn't take the record straight to Puff. I'd take the record to Andre first and let him hear it and get his take on it, and and, and that way I would have a better gauge of how that record was going to be received once I let Puff hear it. You know. The, the thing I like specifically about this song, man, is that it spoke to the women, but it allowed the dude to go. You know what? You know, it, 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 it gave us both <laughs> oh, opportunity. You know, to enjoy the, the, the funny song, thing about that is. Funny thing about that man, if you listen to that album um i was a i was an angry young man you know um i I found very nice melodies and and and, and smooth rhythms to really tell a woman you know how much I think that she really wasn't right or <laughs> you got, you got gangster <laughs> or well I mean you know it really wasn't it really wasn't so much about being gangster as it was uh about um, hearing it from a man's perspective, because we, we, you know, our ears are trained to hear certain things. We're we're, we're trained. Oh, uh, uh, you got to have a J-O-B job uh, if you want to be with me. Uh, uh, you know, can you pay my bills, 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 and right. you know, just all of these type of records. And I wonder how women would feel if they heard men's opinion. Well. You know, what if a man wrote a song? Well, you know, uh, I have no problem marrying you, just as long as you keep a job, baby. <laughs> you know what I? Mean? <laughs> I love it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, men not all men feel the same way. You know what I mean? Not all men feel the same way. Exactly. You know, there are some men that feel that, that feel the baby face way. I'll pay you rent I'll, as soon as I get home from work, and I'll do all these wonderful things, and that's cool, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but um you know i, I sang it from all perspectives i try to i try to dig into the mind of every kind of man you know um uh, i think that like like once again, I go back to the internet i think that um the internet has succeeded in in, in, in spreading the virus of 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 western society, so basically you got m t v in Japan, you know what I'm saying, uh uh it, it just the internet and cable television, satellite, T V, it basically made the world one culture. Smaller, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it made the world smaller and it made it one culture. So uh uh an, a lot so in in retrospect it's like women are have become fundamentally the same. Mm. Men have become Fundamentally the same. We are still individually unique, but because of these modern advances, we have become fundamentally alike. If a woman's husband doesn't come home on time in Japan, it's the same type of cussing and fussing. It's just in Japanese. It's just, there you go. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because now you got cosmopolitan online now. Right. You know what I mean? Now you got these, you know. Women are sharing the same ideas globally now.
6: Interesting.
2: Men are sharing the same ideas globally now. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, why? I feel like, you know, why can't you take the same aspects in the arts? You I, know, I, I love whether it. it be music, whether it be comedy or whatever you're doing, man. You know what they, I'm saying? Exactly. So, so you got you got the the, the debut uh, uh, album. It Absolutely. hit. Absolutely. You hit what "I Wish," then mm-hmm. you hit with "Summer Rain," which is one of my favorites all yeah. time. Yeah, that's funny because "Summer Rain," um, "Summer Rain" made everybody in the Caribbean think thought, think that I was West Indian in some type of way.
5: <laughs> really? It,
2: yeah, it was really funny because every island claimed me. All the time I was <laughs> Jamaican, you know. That's what I'm about to and, then, and then the next island, you know, we went to. We went to go to Barbados, and they, they, you know, hey. <laughs> they all claimed. It. I really appreciate that though. It just it just uh it just uh, the music that that song just reminded me how black people can be culturally related and, and sometimes forget it. Wow. Sometimes. Wow. I, it. I always say this and tell me if you agree that that especially those of us that live here in the United States, we are kind of void of culture like uh in, in terms of Just by virtue of the fact that you know we came over here on boats, we kind of miss our culture. So our culture is very young and new. I I, I will agree with that. I I definitely will agree with that. Um, I I say something a a little similar to that, but it's it's put in a put in a bit put in a bit more controversial light. Um, I always say that if you know, as far as black people are concerned, um, if if you can make no connection between Africa and that current church pew that you sit on, then somebody is lying to you mm. in there somewhere, somewhere. Interesting. Love it. <laughs> hey, this is Rodney Perry. I'm all-one-one-man Carl Thomas. Hit him on his Twitter. He's at Mr. That's M-R underscore Carl underscore Thomas. Mr. Absolutely. Carl Thomas underscores in between the words, and his website is www.carltomasslive.com. Carl, uh, let's fast forward. Uh, I want to talk about, of course, the album that's about to hit the streets December 6th. It's called Conqueror. Absolutely. I hate to say this phrase, uh-huh. but they are saying, dog, that you back. <laughs> now to me he Carl back. Thomas ain't never with no will. They saying Carl Thomas <laughs> back. is back. I'm back. Tell me well, about it. Well, man, him you know what that means. um you you know I actually I never um went anywhere as far as the road is concerned but as far as recording, yeah, definitely there's a long hiatus, you know, in between projects. And um you know, I just think that everything everything in in music um Well, let me just go a little bit broader. I think everything in multimedia is about timing and season. And, you know, as long as you can figure out a way to be successful, then then, um, you're going to go through, uh, you know, the mountaintops and the valleys. You know what I'm saying? And this game, you know what I'm saying, it will tell the truth on you. You know what I'm saying? Because I have maintained through everybody's season. Mm. You know what I mean? Through everybody's season, I've managed to maintain. I can still fill up a theater. I can still book a room and, you know, still sell it out. And this is all through not putting product in the marketplace every year. So what that is a testament to me is that if you service your people, they'll always be there for you. You know, if you service your folks, then they'll always come out for you. My mama used to say, line your soldiers up when the sun is shining, when it's hard, when it starts to rain, they'll come out and fight for you. Wow. <laughs> wow, thank you, mama, for that. How gangster is that? You know, you know uh, Monique, who is a really good friend of mine, she always says, she said, Rodney, I don't have fans. She said, these people are my boards or directors. These people decide <laughs> if I get a raise. They decide if I get to buy the next house or buy the next car. Basically, you know. So, uh what speak to what your friends and or fans are to you. You know like Well, what, well, well, basically 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 to me, you know, they are the final word because you know, my biggest indication of how is how they're responding at those live shows um because let Let me just make this perfectly clear my whole reason for being an entertainer, my whole reason for for being a singer and and, and having a record deal and and doing videos or what have you or, or whatever is so that i is so I can get the greatest number of people to come and see me perform my ideas period wow dude if that's not the words I live by. I completely live by that. You know, everything else is a byproduct of that idea. Right there, you go, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Bill. I heard Bill Cosby say, "If you take everything away from me," he said, "I'm still a threat because I got talent." <laughs> wow, gangster! <laughs> I love I heard it, Bill man. Cosby so, say that on 60 Minutes. I was like, man, he he hit me. <laughs> now, now. Be, in in between conquer which we' we i want to really get into and chop it up about mm-hmm. and and uh your debut album you released let's talk about it yeah and uh and and during that time you lost your brother yeah. Uh, what, yeah what 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 did that that mean to that project and and to you as a man uh well i mean it definitely the first thing that it did is it is it made me uh it uh i wouldn't say made me but it, it allowed me to take my focus off of music and for a long time my focus was just completely not on music you know um it, they they just began they just began to be about different things um i learned a lot and i learned i learned a lot and the biggest lesson that i learned is that our our um you know grief is 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 a, is a process that you have to go through but grief itself grief has to be controlled. Mm. You know what I mean? And you have to do whatever it is that you can do to control that because you know um you know that it, it, my grief became bigger than my life at one period. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um I nothing like that had ever happened to me. You know, not, nobody that close uh, you know, I didn't really, you know, that was, honestly, you know, w- the craziest thing about that is when I was in high school, I buried a lot of my friends. You know what I mean? It, they, right. those, those are what I call the gazoo dum-dum years, <laughs> you know.
5: Yeah. We
2: were in high school. It was just kids just getting stabbed and shot just over nonsense. You know what I'm saying? And we, because we were, we were a part of the, we were a part of the group of kids that were the good kids, you know. Although we lived in the we lived in those areas, but we were the church kids. We were the good kids. We we usually, you know, we weren't victims of those things. You know what I'm saying? So so when things like that happened, you know, growing up, it was like those things are like used to. Or that's what you used to hearing that happened to somebody else, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's. That's just how my mind was fixated, yeah that that type of thing yeah that that happens to other people, you know what I'm saying, and that happened to us, you know what I mean, that happened to me, and it 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 just made everything that was big, small you know everything that was big, small, it made you know. My recording career, yeah I, yeah, I know how the world felt about it, but to me it felt small and minute and unimportant. <laughs> Got it. You know. Got it. And, and so now we look up, you're on the other side of the grief. You Absolutely. Um, hey, man, I'm telling you, man, Halloween night is the anniversary of my brother's death. This is the, this is the first year since he died that I'm passing out candy and dressing up, son. <laughs> who, who you gonna be? Who you gonna be, it's Carl? First, it's the first year, man. Oh man, I'm I'm I, I got my Green Lantern uh, outfit, man. <laughs> you gonna kill him with the Green Lantern? Yeah, man, 'cause you know, 'cause you know, in the comic books, Green Lantern was black. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Green Lantern was black, so you know, I got my Green Lantern joint popping. You know what I'm saying? So you know, hey man, we move on, baby boy. <laughs> hey, we move on. You are battle ready. You are ready to conquer talk to me about conquer man cuz like i said you come in. it's it's Carl Thomas reintro to the world again <laughs> man conquer um was actually a really blessing you know uh because um i i didn't really first of all first and foremost you know you know uh, there there are a lot of reasons why people are going to feel I name this album conquer and i really let them deal with that and and get out of it what they get out of it on their own Okay. But um the album process itself was just wonderful being made, man. Um uh, we have a
6: beautiful
2: single that um is out on iTunes right now and it's called Don't Kiss Me. Uh no, there's also um the, the, the version that is going on the album is actually with me and Snoop Dogg.
5: What? And
2: uh yeah, abs- absolutely. So, you know, uh me and Snoop are about to shoot a video for that and um you know I couldn't be I couldn't be more, you know, happy about the response of the single, you know, right now because Snoop is not on that version and people are just ecstatic about it. And my goal my goal was, you know, to put out a record that felt nostalgic but at the same time it was something that um the generations behind me could definitely understand and feel and apply to themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I truly believe, you know, if you if you make it player enough the young the young the young boys will understand it because I remember, you know, when I was when I was uh twenty years old and when I was nineteen years old I definitely you know, maybe I wasn't that but I definitely understood what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I absolutely. definitely understood what it was. I got it, you know. Yeah, you mean? understood the Marvin Gaye. Oh the, man, definitely. You know, you, Maybe yeah, I absolutely. wasn't that, but I definitely got it. I mean, I mean, just and an overall. It's so funny, man. When I was when I was in high school, you know, it's certain records that I used to hear. You know, I used to put records in categories, and there was certain records that I knew that were just absolutely player. You know, and I used to call it cool guy music. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what what is that for you like You know what I mean? I used to call it cool guy music. Cool guy music would be a song like would be a song like Glenn Jones Show Me. You know what I'm saying? Cool guy music would be a record like uh uh like, like You Are My Everything by Surface, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, cool guy music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Something yeah. real player. You know, surface can't do no wrong for me. People don't even be, people don't even be up on surface, but surface, yeah. man. Yeah, just certain, certain records. When I was in junior high and high school, I said, wow, well, okay. I, I separated, okay, this is cool guy music right here. <laughs> you hey, know hey, what hey. I mean? Uh, uh, Especially, now you, you know, definitely you know, give up. Jeffrey cool Osborne had a cool guy record. Uh, I really don't need no light to see through you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cool oh. guy records, man, you know what <laughs> <laughs> so what's the cool guy what's the cool guy music on this Concord concrete album Man there's a few there's a few records I could definitely classify as cool guy records uh um <laughs> uh, I, I would definitely say um uh there's a record on there called The Night Is Yours it's it's a real cool guy record Right um there, there there's a there's a record um uh on there called um Sweet Love, that's definitely a cool guy record, um, a record called Not the Same. It's definitely, definitely a cool guy record, an international cool guy record, a James Bond cool guy record. So okay,
7: okay. You know what I'm
2: saying? I would definitely call the single uh, Don't Kiss Me uh, a cool guy record. You know what I mean? Uh, I it, think I think you just created a, a whole nother genre. Because people gonna start looking for cool guy music. Because you know, as, as a man, we I'm always looking for that music. You know. You know. You know. It's I funny, man. When I was a kid, uh, the 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 the, the guys that 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 played uh, the player the player sports uh, was basketball and tennis. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Not to say anything bad about any other sport, but. But if you played football or baseball, those were not very player sports, you know what I'm saying? Right. The the cats we used to watch the cats p- pull up on the tennis courts with the old school Corvettes, you know what I'm saying, playing <laughs> tennis right, 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 right. like, yo, man, like, wow. <laughs> he, with, he got out with the all white tennis outfit. That's why when I when I got to be a grown up I didn't understand why there weren't why there more black tennis stars. Because when yeah. I was a kid, playing tennis was, was extremely player. <laughs> Yeah, you, you think Arthur Ashe was a pimp. Absolutely. He <laughs> was, was extremely clear, man, I'm telling yeah. you. Wow. <laughs> hey, 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 this is Rodney Perry Live. We're on with my man Carl Thomas. Carl, man, for, before we even go any, any further, man, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, man, uh, I appreciate it, I'm a huge it, fan, and, and when they told me I had an opportunity to chop it up with you today, you know, especially given, you know, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, you know, so many <laughs> years ago. And and to fast forward and to be chopping it up with you today is, is definitely a pleasure. What's the difference between Carl Thomas at, you know, at 25 and Carl Thomas, the grown man? Um, Carl Thomas at 25, um, that's a very interesting age because 25, I was coming out of my foolishness. Okay. You know, at 25, you know, as a matter of fact, I have a rule. And that rule is for guys, twenty five is your last year of foolishness. Got it. Like you could you could you could live, you know, this is online, right? Yeah. The okay, it's like you could live, you know, in your mama's basement at twenty four. <laughs> right. At twenty five, right. you ain't that baby no more, you that nigger. Yes sir. Yes sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. You know what I mean? That's your la that's the last year. Your father will accept you messing up money. That's, exactly. that's it. True. 25, 25, you're still screwing up. You are no longer trusted. No, nobody <laughs> trusts you. Nobody trusts nobody. you. See, like a woman can go to like 30. Yeah, she can go to 30 and turn her life around, and get a haircut, and join the establishment. A woman can move back home <laughs> at 35, but a man <laughs> is done. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah. For, so for guys, you know. So 25, man, I was really, really trying to decide where I wanted to be at 35, and that's real, you know. I, I love it, ladies and gentlemen. We on with Carl Thomas. He's back. He's a grown man. He's conquering the world, man. you- what we gonna do? We gonna we gonna we gonna close the show today. We gonna, I'm gonna play uh, this single, "Don't Kiss Me," man. I want I want my audience to hear that. Um, who did you work with on this project, man? This this this. Well, we um, uh, I worked with, of course, of course, my brother Mike City. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I had a chance to work with Mario Winans, um, uh, a very talented producer out of out of uh, Atlanta. By the way, of Memphis, by the name of Black Elvis, okay. uh, did a, did a record for me called Running. It was going to be one of the biggest records I've ever done. Um. Uh, Rico Love gave me the single um you know uh, don't, don't kiss me uh JR Hutton gave me the night is yours and I I've, I've just I couldn't be more happy you know to work with a group of producers that were just so anxious to work with me as well you know Now now I'm an, I, I don't really understand the world of of producing uh songs and music what Speak to the the novice like Rodney Perry that don't really understand the process. What's the process when you say, "I'm about to do an album, Do you already know the title or do you just start no i mean the uh you know there there's really not a rule to that there's really not there's really not a rule book to that man uh some some titles don't come until the end of projects some some titles come before one song is recorded, and the whole, and all the songs are recorded according to what that title is. I don't know. Okay. You know, there's there's a lot of different there's a lot of different methods that I've seen done, you know. But people usually do it according to whatever they think is going to yield the best result. Okay. You know. Now, now, Carl Thomas, songwriter. Um, when you're writing a song. Mm-hmm. Do you do you do you have the melody first? Do you have no, rhythm, I mean, a um, word, uh, me me different? personally, when I'm, when I'm, when I usually would hear a melody first before I would hear a rhythm. Um, I think that um, you know, while rhythm rhythm was born, rhythm was born before melody. I think that melody to me is more important than rhythm because melody dictates lyric. Um okay. Melody dictates what lyrics are going to say. Got it. And rhythm does not necessarily yield that, you know. Interesting. Interesting. Hey, y'all, we on with Carl Thomas. Carl, you spoke to the viral age. Um I I know you're active on your Twitter. Um what, can, can the people really chop it up with you you know if they go to your website if they go to your Twitter is it really you? Yeah well it's easier to, it's easier to chop it up with me directly on my on my website okay uh, That's called yeah i have a feature i now. have a feature on there i have a feature on there that i talk to people um i talk to people that that have um that have web webcams you know what i mean it's somewhat of an iChat chat type feature oh nice yeah so so you know I'm I'm always playing around with that, you know, playing around with that feature and, and you know, I think it's I think it's fun, you know, sometimes sometimes vi- video chatting um can be beneficial, you know what I'm saying? It it gives the fans a more realistic view of who you are and you know how you live and you know we're sitting there talking and the pizza guy comes to the door and What's right there. What's the know, worst thing about being Carl Thomas? Um, the worst thing about being Carl Thomas is, is in the minds of a lot of women in the world, I can never go back. Really? That's the worst thing, is that, is that you will discover that, see, you don't have to worry about this type of thing because you're married. I am. But you have to understand, it's like... When you are an entertainer, you know what I mean, that you can only be loved by a special person. Okay. You can only be loved by a special person when you're an entertainer because um, you are somewhat a liability to the normal person. Right. You know. A person that that lives so when so when you, uh, when you meet a woman consider that, that really normal life you are a liability to them right so so when 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 Carl you know regular old Carl meet a uh-huh. woman that he's interested in uh it, it's probably she's probably already uh chalking you up as a player, you well, to... I don't know what she's chalking me up at one thing one thing I've learned from experience is to not try to guess what's on her mind. <laughs> Come on dog speak come on preach this. <laughs> one thing I've learned is to not try to guess what's on her mind because one thing men are not is mind readers. Yeah. Ain't oh no, man. Ain't no men's intuition. Oh <laughs> man, if you No, I I wouldn't say that. I, I I definitely wouldn't say that. I just don't buy into women's intuition. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't I don't buy into I don't buy into the fact that because you are born with vagina, you are born into you, that you have a rites of passage into righteousness.
5: Mm. And
2: because I was born with a penis, there are just certain things that I am just bound by. <laughs> now, 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 let me give you this though, Carl. I, I completely believe that women are connected in a certain way. <laughs> you know, where where when when but this what I think most men count on is the fact that a woman is not gonna pay attention to it. Right. You know. But I think women are definitely dialed Amen. in and I think some men are, but men you know what really I you know how I out. really feel about that. Break it down. I feel like if this is and, and and you know, I and I respect how anybody else feels about their own life, but I feel that if I do not allow God to make me the man that He wants me to be. Then, then I'm fair game for it all. And I, easy. I feel the same way about women. You know, it's kind of like if you get caught in the vault while robbing the bank. Whatever happened to you, man? That just happens. That's it's that. your fault. Yeah, that just happens <laughs> to you, man. <laughs> that's you your know fault. you in the vault yeah I mean that's just that's just how I personally feel about it. I feel like I feel like men and women were created for something, and I feel like if we're both walking in our purpose, then yeah then then i feel if we're both walking in our purpose, then I don't feel that a woman has any more intuition or any more of a spiritual gravitational pull than a man does. I just feel like if you are if you walking and what you are supposed to be doing and you doing what you're doing what what you're supposed to be doing and and you're in order, I think that you're in tune.
11: Hey, hey,
2: ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney you know? Perry. It's Rodney Perry live. Carl Thomas is dropping science. Not even that, the- man. No, I don't make it child to- <laughs> no, but, but Rodney, but Rodney, are, you, you, are, gotta, even, you gotta even you gotta agree with me on this, man. A lot of people mistake being smart for simply paying attention. I agree. I you agree. know what I'm I saying? Agree. Like, you no, know, man, I'm not smart. I'm not smart as much as I pay attention. I respect that. that, that and a lot sense. of people mistake the two, and they're not the same thing. You know what I mean? I can't tell you what five to the circumference of a circle is, <laughs> but I can hey, but I can definitely, definitely tell you what's going to happen if you miss her anniversary? Yeah, yeah. They'll <laughs> tell you what, where the circle going to end up. You know? <laughs> I can't tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I love it. This, this has been an incredible conversation. Carl, what do you want people to take away when they listen to Conquer Man? Man, I, I want them I want them to take away uh, a lifestyle, you know what I mean? I try to. Whatever it is, I'm 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 recording whatever song I'm doing. I'm I'm simply trying to achieve a simple goal, and that's just to be the soundtrack behind people's lives, and that's it. Uh, I I love it. Hey, oh, yeah. quick quick little feature. I'm starting Carl Thomas. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw some some names, some phrases out. You give me you give me your one word or or whatever whatever that particular name brings okay. to your mind, and we're gonna we're gonna start it off. Um, Diddy, Sean P. Diddy Combs. A history. History. I wish. Um, great. Conquer. Poof. Nostalgic. Carl Thomas. Forever. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry. It's Rodney Perry Live. You've been listening to my man Carl Thomas. His website is www.carlthomaslive.com. Uh He is very much in the viral age. You can video chat with him, you can connect with him. He is definitely back. I want y'all to tune in. Carl, you mind introducing your single and, uh, and we'll get you, man? Absolutely. This is the brand new single from Carl Thomas. Off of my brand new album, Conquer, entitled Don't Kiss Me, right here on the Rodney Perry show. Oh my God. Y'all listen up, y'all. We'll be right back. We're doing it this is Rodney Perry Live and this is my man, Carl Thomas with Don't Kiss Me.